ministry in the church can be life-giving and life-changing. And in the midst of it, we all need faithful companions along the road. Welcome to Along the Road, a podcast on faith and leadership for ministry leaders of the PCUSA. So you're a church leader serving as a ruling elder or a deacon, but you also have almost a dozen other roles, sibling, parent, friend, biker, landscape architect, chauffeur, builder, grocer, fill in the blank. Come join us in the midst of your day, wherever you are, to be inspired in your role in the church, become nourished, and renew your call. Formation as a leader doesn't happen all at once. So let's walk along this road together. I'm Martha Miller, and I'm excited to travel on this journey with you. With us today is Stephen Park Choi. Stephen is a pastor in Stewartsville, New Jersey, and true confession that Stephen and I have known each other for several years. We're connected on Instagram and on Facebook, and it's there that I've been able to see so many of his amazing pictures taken on hikes over the past few years. Amazing pictures of nature, including waterfalls and just beauty all around him. So it left me wondering how you got into these walks, Stephen, or do you actually call them hikes? I do call them hikes. Back in 2020, my family and I took a vacation to to Maine. It was my first time there. And during our our time at the Acadia National Park, Mm -hmm. um, we did a lot of hiking, partly because everything was shut down. Uh, a lot of indoor places were were shut down, but it was a a great time to go during that summer because because of pandemic it wasn't as as crowded, and so during our time there we did a lot of lot of hiking and really enjoyed it. I never hiked before, uh, having grown up in in Chicago. Uh, there's not a whole lot of places to go hiking, but in any case, when I came back to Stewartsville to New Jersey, I thought to myself, well. There's plenty of places to go hiking in my area community. So I use the All Trails app and been hiking regularly ever since. Oh, that's great. So there's an app that you can use to find trails in your area. Is that the deal? That, that's the deal. So it's called All Trails and it's a great app. It gives you directions to hiking locations. And then you can also download the maps and uh, you can track where you are so you don't ever get lost. If it wasn't for this app, I think I'd still be out in the mountains somewhere wandering. And so it's really saved me uh, numerous times. Oh, that's great. Many of us who serve in the church, as you well know, attend a lot of meetings. You and I were talking before the podcast about our calendars and all that kind of thing, filled with meetings. Sometimes I wonder how you have time for all of your outdoor adventures. How do you fit this into your busy schedule? It's, a, it's, it's funny that you say that, Martha, because a lot of my social media friends, Facebook friends, Instagram friends wonder if I do any work at all. All <laughs> The only pictures I post are of nature and, and my hikes, but it's something that I need to carve out space and time for. It's For me, it's uh, become self-care. I live in a manse next to the church, and it's just needed for me to sometimes just get away, not just to home, but just to get away from the from the town, the community, and clear my head and 
just kind of renew myself. Yeah, and, right. And so I do try to schedule schedule as much hiking as possible. Do you tend to hike on your own or are you with other people or how does that work? Both. I do like to hike by myself. For me, it really is a spiritual discipline in the sense that when I'm hiking by myself, it allows me, as I said, to clear my head, but also to, to think and pray, enjoy God's creation. And it's very healing and therapeutic for me. But I also do enjoy uh, hiking with others. And a lot of times when I meet with friends and colleagues, it's always over food or, or drink where we're all sitting uh, a lot of times, especially if I know someone does enjoy hiking or being outdoors, we'll, we'll go hiking together instead to, to enjoy, again, God's good creation, but also to catch up and touch base and, yeah, support one another. Yeah, that's a that's a good practice a lot of us can learn from because really a lot of what we do, even our social time, say nothing of our meeting time is spent around food or drink or something, whereas yours is more about getting active and being outside in God's atmosphere. I'm sure it probably changes some of the con conversations or meetings that you have when you're outside than maybe there it would be if you were meeting in a coffee shop or somewhere too. I, I think that when you when you are are hiking outdoors and the conversations are are different mm-hmm. um, versus being on the phone or talking while you're you know looking at each other because you're not really facing each other you're you're walking side by side or behind and, and one person's uh, in front of the other there's less pressure to like keep a conversation going so there'll be stretches where we're talking and then there'll be other times where we're just you know, silent as as well. So the conversations are more natural, maybe, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, that, that makes sense that if you're sitting there talking to each other, silence is awkward. Right. Because you're, you're just sitting there with a cup of coffee, maybe, between you. But, right. But it sounds like you're creating a little bit more space between each other and, and what that brings. That's, that's a really great thing to think about. Um, I hadn't really ever considered that before. But the other thing that I wanted to make mention of, you said, Mm -hmm. you know, do I hike by myself or with others? So I do hike with, try to hike with others when I know it's going to be a more challenging and difficult uh, trail. Mm -hmm. And and it creates an experience as, as well. There was a hike that I've been wanting to do for a couple of years, and it's called the Breakneck Ridge Hike. And it's in, it's in New York. And you're basically ascending 1,250 feet in the first three quarters of a mile. And so this is not just a a leisurely hike. You're actually doing some scrambling, some climbing. Mm -hmm. And I've been wanting to do it. I turned 46 in December and I thought I would do something special for for my birthday. And so I took my youngest child, Henry, who's 12 years old, out of school, and we went hiking. And it was a a tremendous experience, but there was something said about sharing that experience with someone. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you could relate. I'm sure you can. When you experience something and you're by yourself, it's one thing. But sometimes when I'm in those places and situations, I think to myself, it would be great if so-and-so was here or, you know, my family was here or I could do this with friends. And so it definitely made it more, more memorable as well. And I felt safer too, just in case something went awry, um, I had somebody with me. 
I mean, I think this could be a sermon in and of itself about if you're going somewhere that you're anxious about or that is dangerous, you take someone with you. That it's not a place you want to be by yourself. And I love that not only do you take people with you, but that this is a place where you go and get closer to God as well. I think there's some really, really significant things happening there. And I'm really appreciative of you sharing this and being willing to talk to us about it. I've always wondered about all those awesome pictures that you post. So I might even feel differently when I look at some of those pictures as well. Sometimes, Martha, uh, the pictures don't do justice. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm I'm a amateur. I'll admit this. I'm an amateur photographer. But that's also something that I found interesting as well is that there are folks in my congregation and friends who aren't able to hike mm-hmm. and how much they've appreciated me posting pictures so that they feel included in that and they can experience the joys of, of creation as, as well. Going back to what you said, though, about sermon topics and going out together, I'm reminded of Jesus when he sent out his disciples he sent them out in pairs, and there's something said about that too. In my previous church, they actually had a group called Happy Hikers, and they would gather together. I don't remember if it was a week or every other week or once a month, but they would be a group of. It was, you know, a, a wonderful ministry where people actually got together from the church and went hiking on a regular basis. And, and formed I thought a group. it was so cool. Huh? Yeah. And they formed a group for that that spiritual practice together. Right. Lots of learnings we can take from what might seem on the surface as a simple hike. That's right. Um, But lots behind it. Are there other things that you've learned through this time or things that you think might be important to share with folks who might be considering other ways that they can find places to be closer to God or feel God's presence in their life? I think there's a lot of lessons that I've uh, taken away from. Some are obvious, some are not so obvious. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so one of the things that when you're hiking, you look for are markers or, or cairns. Mm-hmm. And you know that you're on the right track, you know, by, by following these markers and, and cairns. Right. And you're closer to that destination than when you first started. So you know that you're on the, the right track. And so I think about as people of faith, what are the markers that the cairns for for us in our spiritual journeys? Mm-hmm. Uh, I also think about many of the the hikes that I go on are well traversed, and so it's very humbling to think about how many people have walked these steps, these trails before me that have trailblazed, if you will, and. You know, you think about for us Christians that Jesus, you know, following in Jesus's footsteps comes comes to mind. Mm-hmm. The cloud of witnesses. Cloud and, of witnesses, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. The other thing about for me hiking, it's not always easy trails, and on all trails, it tells you if a hike is going to be easy, moderate, or hard. Okay. And I do enjoy a hard hike, mm-hmm. and sometimes. As you're in the middle of this hike, you feel like you're not sure if you're going to be able to accomplish it. You're you're not sure if you're going to be able to finish it. Right. And what it's proven to me is that sometimes I am able to do something that I didn't think that I was capable of. And so I think about my ministry life. Sometimes we go through challenging times, but it's given me a little bit more 
confidence in myself that we can get through it. We will persevere. And it's not always going to be hard, you know, and just like any trail. Uh, it's a mixture of the steep incline, but then it also flattens out. And sometimes you're going downhill, but it's all part of the journey. And so it just, it has given me a, a much broader uh, perspective. Oh, that's great. One of the things that, that this has brought up for me, and, and I have the benefit of being able to see you as we have this conversation, which our listeners won't, but I can see you sort of light up as we talk about it and as you think about this practice that you have. And what it makes me think about is how you've been able to take something that you love and make it holy or make it into something other than just the ordinary Mm -hmm. and how we can all learn from that about even for those like you said who aren't able to hike are there things that we love that we can use to help us grow closer to God so again one of those things that I think like you're you're teaching me as we have this conversation, and I I think our listeners can appreciate that. As yeah. Well. So the question I would ask is, uh, what are your passions? It doesn't have to be hiking, but what are your passions, and how can you tie that, connect that with with faith? Uh, how can we grow closer to God, and how can you use that passion to also grow in our relationships with uh, with one another? Right. And and one of the really big themes or purposes of this podcast is for those who are serving in church leadership roles as ruling elders or deacons, we have so many other things going on in our lives. That's that's obviously not our primary role. And so how do we find God in all of the things that we do and those other roles that we serve? How can that be a part of our journey? Are there other things? things that you wish you could say to ruling elders and deacons as a whole now that you sort of had have this group gathered that are listening to this podcast? Is there advice or things you would want them to remember? I think I just want to go back to what we were talking about is mm-hmm. what is your passion mm-hmm. and how can you tie that into glorifying God, loving God and loving your neighbors? Um, it sounds pretty simple, but in my own small way, I feel like hiking has been to the glory of God in, in my life. And I feel like I'm much better for it because of it. That's great. That's wonderful. I I really appreciated this conversation and it kind of makes me, if it wasn't nine degrees where I am right now, <laughs> it kind of makes me want to get out and, and do some hiking as well. And I, I really appreciate all the connections that you've made. And I think a lot of us can really gravitate towards that, even if it's not about hiking, but... Just so I've, I've become uh, obsessive with, with this hiking. It's, it's taken on kind of a life of its own, Martha. Uh-huh. And I actually purchased micro spikes so that I can hike on ice. Nice. There you yeah. go. There you um, go. Here in the Northeast, we haven't had much snow and ice, so I haven't had a chance to use it yet. But uh, I'm looking forward to, to hiking. And and I really do hike uh, year-round. Uh, it's it's really become a, a, a great love for me and it's something that I need. It's not just something that I want to do. It's something that I feel like I need to do. That's great. Thank you, Stephen. It really has been great spending time with you and hearing all about how you've taken something you love and you're growing closer to God through it. We hope that you have been nourished through this episode of Along the Road. You're invited to visit the website for PCUSA Leader Formation for additional nourishment for ruling elders and deacons, www.pcusa.org 
slash leader dash formation. This has been the Along the Road podcast. We look forward to crossing paths with you again soon.